Wink Wine Club is a world of wine delivered right to your door. From rosés to cabernets to tarantes, Wink has over 100 styles of wine to discover. Ever try an orange wine? Wink connects you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your taste and delivered directly to your door. Wink delivers four bottles of wine to you each month with free shipping. You can pick your own bottles or let Wink choose and match to your taste. It doesn't cost a thing to become a member and you can skip or cancel at any time. And now, for the listeners of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast, you can enjoy an exclusive discount of $20 off your first order. To place your first order with $20 off, and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us forward slash wink. That's cspn.us forward slash w-i-n-c. Wink wines through CSPN. Do it today. The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast presented to you by the CSPN. I am one-third of your host. I am Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante on Twitter, a.k.a. Niggamort, a.k.a. Um, Prince Harry X was out up there looking sick, a.k.a. people that don't use their blinkers and their lights should be admitted into some kind of care because they are not the fuck okay. And one, two-thirds of your host um, will not be here. Um, Candace won't be here again this week, um, but... Uh, she had an emergency with uh, Big Mama Tuggies, um, a.k.a. London, a.k.a. the Blue Ivy of this goddamn podcast. Um, but, you know, just like last week, me and Curtis will P.O.P. hold it down. And speaking of Curtis. What's up, y'all? Uh, you guys know me, Trillificent, on all social media, also known as the Twitter user, formerly known as Coonloaf. And no, I am not that Turkish person that got that at name suspended. And real quick. Because we do have an illustrious guest, and I want to introduce them. Uh, Gemini season is coming, and I don't really care how you feel about it. I don't care who was in your life that you did something to, and then they quote unquote did you wrong. Um, let's not throw around words like bipolar describing Gemini's because that's a real illness, and we need to stop that. <clears throat> With that being said, we have the team captain of Bully Ball Extreme on the podcast. Ah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We have, <laughs> we have the, we have the, we have the, 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 the Tony Stark of Black podcasting. Um, it's been minutes since we had him on. The but we, are, <laughs> we are rejoined. We are rejoined by a good friend of the show, our boy, um, Rod from the Black Guy Who Tilts. What is going on, my boy? Oh, man, I appreciate that very kind introduction by both of y'all. I would not say Tony Stark podcast. I would probably refer to myself as the Captain African-America uh, of podcast. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know that I'm as uh, as uh, savvy as, as Tony or arrogant. But uh, I appreciate y'all <laughs> having me on, man. Uh, I listened to last week's show. You know, I've listened in the past. I've been on in the past. And uh, Curtis fit right in. So it's like y'all got right back to uh, the niggatry at hand. Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute since the last time you've been on. We Curtis is our third host, but you know, I, well, first of all, you know, 
when you do friendship, you know, it's always dope to ha- to do podcasting. But when you do podcasting with your friends and they just as, as much of, if not more niggery than you, you know, it just fits right. <laughs> That's hold on. Right. Hold on. Wasabi. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. You speak for your own niggery levels, all right? <laughs> I told you last week, you and Candace, the MVPs of this goddamn show, okay? I'm just here, okay? And I told you last week, you've been coming for the crown. We're not going to diminish the games that you've made. <laughs> y'all just gonna, ain't going to let go when I call Ashley Warhol. You just not. Y'all no, just not. not. A whole Warhol. Like, what's wrong with you? Uh, you know, well, you know, I mean, did I lie is my question. That's not the point. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, you know, listeners, we're off to a rousing start already. Yes, Uh-oh. I've been drinking. Hello. Yeah. Well, honestly, all three of us have been drinking. Rodney came from brunch. I'm over here drinking Crown Oil. Uh, Curtis, what did you have? I had a uh, vanilla rum and root beer. Good luck, everybody. Um, <laughs> so mm-hmm. let, um, let me go ahead and pay the bills right quick. Like I said, you're listening to a CSPN Media Podcast presentation. You can go to our website, CSPN.us, and click that Ratchet Ramblings tab. Um, and search and listen to all of our old episodes. Um, all of the ones that have Curtis on them, all of the um the first ones and the old ones, the OG ones that got Rod on it. Um, all of the episodes. You know, we you know, as a as a as a five star podcast because we're not gonna count that one star woke. As a five star podcast, we give y'all hashtag content. Um, and it's worth it, and you're gonna get these laughs. So you know, it's fine. Um, and, and if you like what the hell we got to say, um, and these jokes that's gonna fly about these reality TV shows, um, you can mosey on over on to the Keep Our Podcast Free tab on the right side of our website and shout out all our many sponsors. We have Busted Tees, we have Amazon, we have Triangle uh, Wine Co. We got a whole bunch of shit. We got a whole bunch of sponsors that Classic has provided for you, the listener. And if you shout with our sponsors and use all our promo codes. All it does is of no extra cost to you. It just gives Classic a portion of the brick to keep the lights on and keep all these shows free, including this one, so you, the listener, won't have to pay to listen to me sound like... Go ahead, Kurt. Motor oil fountain. There you go. There you go. Because I wouldn't pay to listen to that shit either. Uh, can I add leftover bacon grease? Uh, <laughs> you know what? A bacon grease fountain. Like a fondue fountain. Yes. A bacon grease. <laughs> Raw, you are doing amazing. Uh, <laughs> Also, since we're here on uh, Rod, because you know you're a friend of the show, and we fucks with you, go ahead and plug in the Black Guy Who Tips. Oh yeah, I mean the Black Guy Who Tips you can find on iTunes, Stitcher. Search the Black Guy Who Tips. It's a comedy podcast where we do it five days a week. Uh, me and my wife, and uh, we just talk about all kinds of random stuff. And if uh, you like uh, what we're doing on here as a guest, if you like me this, you'll probably just like our uh, podcast. And there it is. Um, and with that, all the. Church announcements out the way, all the bills are paid. So let's get to this. Um, let's get to this fucker, shall we? Um, like last week, um, we only got two shows because uh, uh, yeah, Black Ink don't gone off. Because um, I, I saw niggas on the timeline saying, "Where's Where's Black Ink?" Crying about it. I'm like, "Did y'all watch this season?" Because mm, we could have did without it. To be perfectly honest, but you know, good luck everybody. Um, Not only that, but it was like 21 episodes in. Right, and they did the whole season finale speech. Right, Caesar up there with, the, with his got never mind. When he too ugly to be talked about, but you know, I all I know is we if we got twenty two episodes of the regular Black Ink and it's not even the best Black Ink, we better have at least goddamn twenty for Black Ink Chicago. I know that goddamn much. Oh yes, but, but um. 
but we get only got a little bit of hip hop. But basketball wise, it's back. Yes. Back. Yes. 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 Indeed. So, um, but before we get into that, um, in reality TV news, so um, last I forget the exact day, but this uh, last week, um, Tierra Marie, who if you don't know her from um, her career, that probably could have been better, but it didn't pan out that way. But you know, good luck everybody. Um, <clears throat> from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, um, her Instagram got hacked um, by her. Her uh, ex boyfriend of hers, um, I I forget the nigga's name. Fuck him, but I forget the nigga's name. Ahmed something shit. Um, she and according to her from the press um that she had last yesterday or the day before with on uh, Lisa Bloom. First of all, Lisa Bloom, that motherfucker be working like a Jamaican with five families to feed. It ain't never got a goddamn case where Lisa Bloom ain't gonna take a check. Um, now kind of she trying to make a comeback too because like she had messed up at first because she started defending uh Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein. Yeah. and then her mama uh is Gloria already she was like girl we don't come from that and now she's back on the right side right her, her mama had to get her together like you know when your mama you, you know you, you acting up in the store and then your mama don't make a scene but when you get to the car she gets you together that was Gloria mm-hmm. she, pinched, so, she pinched her real quick mm-hmm, she was like no baby no <laughs> So, um, but yes, uh, according to Tierra, um, they were in a relationship. Um, he had her Instagram password, and when they broke up, he used the, the knowledge that he had. He had a password and posted a sex tape that she made. Um, I don't know if it was with him or not. Um, it really don't matter if it was him or not. Um, and he posted a sex tape that she made and um, a nude of her in a very... Um, Compromising position. Yes, yes. Yes, you know. And uh, and also, the ex is friends with resident petty-ass, messy-ass nigga 50 Cent. And 50 Cent got it and posted it on his personal Instagram account and tagged Tierra Marie in it. Um, and since it's been taken down from Instagram, uh, which is good. Uh, I don't know if it was taken from down from 50s. It should have if it, if it wasn't. Um and she is suing not only her ex, but she's also suing 50 Cent for revenge porn and for, in 50's case, for spreading revenge porn. Um, come to find out 50 Cent is friends with this nigga. Um, I feel bad for Tierra because one, uh, revenge porn is never okay. Um, and then two, um, especially as evidence from last season, she had just um, got out of rehab. It sounded like she was trying to get her get herself together, get her life together. And then this shit happens because, you know, niggas ain't shit. And niggas ain't niggas are not shit and have petty ass, messy ass friends that are also not shit. So you know, unfortunate for Tierra, uh, but I hope that she wins the case and gets to punish both that nigga and Fifty to the fullest extent of the law. Yeah, Fifty, you could have just sat and ate your food. I don't, I don't understand. Why. He got a history of this shit though, because when we were talking in the group chat, he did um the same shit with I think was it Rick Ross's baby mama? Like he posted a sex tape for her or some shit like that, and then he lost that case and then filed for bankruptcy. Yep. So he got a history of just being a messy ass, petty ass nigga. You really bringing down the Curtis stock? Yep. <laughs> right. Truly, truly, I'm about to change my damn name. Huh. <laughs> Not all Curtises. I hate when somebody I, I hate when somebody fuck up and have my name. I hate that shit. Truly, truly. Especially but, when they have a long running history. Like, and ain't fifty like pushing forty. You too damn old to be like this. What's wrong with you? Right. Like, can't you just not care? Right. Yes. 
And it's funny because isn't 50 Cent, didn't he make a big stink about his dick being on power? And it's like, so why would you turn around and put, mm. I just, mm, nigga, mm. niggas mm. gonna need yeah, niggas is gonna nig, but you know, fuck fifty for that, and fuck Tierra Marie X again. I can't remember the nigga name, but it's irrelevant. Fuck that nigga, and uh, and fuck everybody that was victim that was blaming Tierra. Cause I saw that on Twitter and uh, and some podcasts. Well, not podcasts, but a couple of people. Cause I know like some of my, y'all know I hate my coworkers. Oh um, man, I'm gonna give you another example why. Like some of my coworkers were talking about it, and they was blaming Tierra. Like this is why you can't let niggas record you. Why would you even have that on your phone? Like. Uh, she one, she's grown. Two, grown people do shit like that. Three, she trusted the nigga. Four, why is it Tierra's fault? And then why not his fault for breaking her trust and being a fuck nigga? Like, because that would require blaming a man and making a man responsible for something. And you know, we can't be doing that. You know what, Raj? You're right. I forgot. I for- this is America. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So, you know, good America's favorite pastime. Blame the woman for everything. Right. right. That's that's right. so wild because it's like if um you have sex with the dude or you had a tape or that a sex tape with a guy, the expectation that you will have your privacy violated is just a given. So we skip over a whole process of like some nigga stealing your password, going on your account, posting this shit deliberately to embarrass you. And we skip over that to why did you even have sex with him? Why did you even let him record? Why did like it's so wild, dog? Meanwhile, that implicit statement there is that uh, men are all trash and you can't trust any man. Right, but again, that will that will require self examination and examining the culture of men, TM, the brand and the system, and we can't do that. Yeah, it's also wild too because like everyone just about has sex, right? It shouldn't really at this point be that embarrassing that we all have sex. Like even if we got caught having sex like on a tape, it really should be a thing where we're all like, well, they're having sex. I do that as well. And we all do it. But we're so like immature and so uh, misogynistic that even if a sex tape comes out, it's like this woman has sex. What? So wow. Now, Rod, I'm gonna have to push back a little bit on that because, you know, not everyone is out here having sex. The black nerds. Okay. <laughs> Curtis, get off this goddamn fuck. <laughs> That's why they hate them black women because they not having sex. That's a good point. You know what? Y'all two niggas, I can see y'all having y'all on the podcast at the same damn time. This is good luck, everybody. But <laughs> but yeah, good luck, Tierra. I hope you win and fuck them niggas. And with that said, <clears throat> now how we normally do this, Curtis, what you got the least amount of notes on? Um, I hmm. They're kind of even, but I want to. I, I feel like because we have Rod here, we should do basketball wives last. So okay. let's get love and hip hop out of the way. Okay, all right. And since Rod is our guest, um, now Rod, how we do it? Um, it's been a minute since you've been on. Usually, when me, Curtis, and Candace get together, whatever we have the least amount of notes on, we get the fuck out the way. Uh, <laughs> and when we talk about the show, we don't do in in like in order of how the episode went. So wherever you want to start, that's where we're gonna go. And you to get so go ahead. Wherever you wherever you want to start, that's where we're gonna go. Um, I guess we could start with uh Kirk dressing like the SWAT team. Um <laughs> Yeah. Was this nigga go out there at the raccoon city? What was he doing? Yeah, he was definitely dressed like rhythmless nation. <laughs> I'm so disgusted with this old trying to act young nigga. Oh, he's the worst. Yeah. He like he dressed like the nigga, he dressed like the nigga at the basketball court, the old nigga at the basketball court that talked the most shit. About the youngins, and then you get him on the team, and this nigga sorry than a motherfucker. 
Yeah, he talk like that nigga that won't play. You know, yeah. what I mean? hey, we got nine, man. You been talking all that shit. Come on. Oh, you know, this knee. <laughs> Y'all want not me you don't want me to get out there, boy. You don't want you don't want this. <laughs> you don't want this post move. I go, I, I I'm like Kareem with the hook. Yeah, man. It was weird because like he put like I really love Rashida, man, but he put her in such a bad position. Yeah. We love Rashida too, but we love Rashida, but she uh... right. Like, didn't he do? It's like he did something. It's unfair to her, but it's like he did something that subtracted from her glow, and I could just feel it. Like, I don't like she's really bossing up in real life. Like, she opened up another store. She was just in um either Fortune magazine. I think it was Fortune magazine. Uh, she was in a feature for that. Um, and I still just be like, but you let this nigga back in the house though. Why? You put yeah. that tape on that goddamn. That, that tape is still. In that house, I just. But like Curtis said last week, I want to love Rashida so bad, so bad. That tape on that TV is still bothering me. I just it's upsetting me in my homework. And the way that she uh keep trying to tell the story, like she keep telling the story to paint herself as a hero, which I understand because I mean nothing. She didn't do nothing wrong, but but it always has that twist where she ends up letting everybody down because she did let the nigga in the house. She's like, "Girl, you won't believe what this fool did. Came to my house." Big old moving van, a bunch of boxes. What, girl, he did what? Yes. And then he just going to talk about, I need to move in. And it's better for the kids and stuff. So I was like, oh, I know you said hell no. Girl, I said, come on in and just, you know, put your stuff. <laughs> she just stopped telling the story. Just stop. Yeah. When Erica was like, finish him, sis. I was like, she's never going to finish him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I literally got that in my notes. I'm like, Rashida, baby. Oh, no, baby. It's like, that's the other thing. Like, the way she tells the story, it's like, she, you know what? She tell the story like somebody, Mima, that you think she, she telling like this damn hero, like Ross said, this hero story from like her heyday and shit. Then you get to the end of the story and it's like, oh. Now, it's like if Rosa Parks told you about the time she was on a bus, but the end of the story was like, so then I moved to the back. Like, but what did? <laughs> like, why'd you even tell the story like that then? Yeah, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of whenever they uh, start telling the story at the beginning of the end of Jeepers Creepers, and they're like, "Yeah, we fucked them up," and it's like, "Did you fuck them up, or did he run out of time?" Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Curtis, accurate, perfect description. Yes. You sure you didn't just survive? Yeah. Yeah. We survived. Yes. This isn't a story yeah. of triumph. This is a story about nigga. We we lived. <laughs> yes. But, uh, because I know there's nothing they can do about it on the show, right? It's not life happens, but when it ended with his mama dying and then she had to come in there and console him, I was like, This nigga don't he deserved to go to the funeral alone. I was I hate him. Okay, so it ain't yeah. just me. It ain't yeah. just me. I said, Don't hug him. Tell him tell him you sorry from over there. Fuck him. Yeah, like I was oh, watching yeah. that scene, yeah. like I get it, Rashida, but fuck this nigga. Like I, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I know that made me trash, but I was like, Can he just go to the funeral alone? Like Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like type into the funeral with him. Just Skype yeah, him. FaceTime or something. I'm like, no disrespect to your mama. Rest in peace. But it's just, it's you. Like I just can't stand you. God damn. Yeah, you could have hugged him in there, whispered in his ear. I'm sorry, your mama raised a bitch. <laughs> Play that Cardi B song. <laughs> yes. Come but on, Ron. Ron ain't been here in a minute, and I already just, 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 just picking her right where he left off. Just ain't worth a damn. It's I mean, fine. That's, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Okay. I mean, y'all were. Go ahead. Y'all were having lofty dreams, expecting Rashida to pull a, a Sierra 
I was like, I already knew that Rashida was gonna. Be, I'm here for you. Oh, I know. And I was, I mean, I was just like, yeah, it's bad. It's sad. Your dad, your mama died. But I was like, damn, this timing. The right. <laughs> that was the only thing I kept thinking was like, fucking timing. Like she yeah. deserve, she deserve a little bit more man. Like I, I, I saw the preview for next week, so I feel like he gonna fuck up again because it is Kirk. So we can rely on. Kirk to fuck up this goodwill that he has engendered. So I do feel like she still has some more anger in him. And this shit right here should not be a, an excuse for her to forgive his trifling ass, won't see his baby ass, wear a SWAT jacket ass for a shirt ass ass. Correct. Like you're right. From the preview, it's like it's like in this moment, she has a heart, but next week it seems like she is gonna be like, now look, nigga, keep that bitch away from the rest of us. You go be a goddamn father, but just keep that bitch away from us, and we and everything will be all right. So speaking of that bitch, mm. help mm. me understand why she still is trying to have a conversation with Rashida, and why that other chick I keep forgetting her name. Yeah, why? What is? I don't get it. Like, what do you think having a conversation with Rashida? If Rashida is upset. That the nigga had a baby with you. You think talking to her is gonna get him to do right by the baby? Like, help me understand because I think equals hot you. I, I I think it's so two couple of things, and then I'll shut up and I think and let Rod jump in here. I think you're right, but I think I think it's two things. I don't think she's trying to talk to Rashida to get Kurt to do right. I think she just want to talk to Rashida just so because she even told Tierra like I just want me and Rashida to to have a conversation. I think her wanting to talk to Rashida is separate of her trying to get Kurt to do right. You know what I mean? It's like she want to clean the slate with Rashida, which, girl, good luck. But then also separately, she want Kurt to be in the child. Like, cause Kirk even said in, in the confessionals, like, I pay child support. What more can I do? Well, my nigga, I mean, okay, good, you paying child support, but nigga, that is still your child. Like, you still can see the child. Like, it's not mutually exclusive where it's like, okay, you paying child support, that's it. Like, this still is your whole ass baby. And it's not like you can completely blame her because, like, you, she trashed what she did and you trashed what you did because you repeatedly have done shit like this to Rashida over the years. So it's like, you ain't scot-free here, my nigga. So I think those two things are mutually uh, exclude separate of each other. But with that said, girl, she don't want to talk to you. <laughs> like, I, mean, I hear what you're saying, but and I could be wrong, but I could have swore when they were in that bar having those shots, that was what they were saying. Like, yeah, we want to go because Rashida going to be there and I can have this conversation with Rashida and maybe in doing so get Kirk to do right. So I I get what you're saying, but I don't think it's as cleanly split. I feel, uh, I feel like and I, honestly, I feel like a lot of that is you you she feels like having a quote unquote clean slate with Rashida will kind of absolve her of her guilt, and it's like, no, sis, you gotta, you have to marinate in that, like chicken. You have to marinate in that because you did that shit. Now, the mm-hmm. one thing I will say, not to cut you off, and then like I said, I shut up. The one thing I will say, and y'all can drag me for it, it's fine, I accept it. The one thing I will agree with Jasmine here, and we've talked about this, um, I think with Black Ink when we talked about um Alex and uh Donna. I do agree with her in the fact that if they're gonna keep that energy with her. They need to keep that energy with Kirk. That's the one thing I will agree with. Yeah, I agree with that. But Kirk is, I just, I don't, that nigga's like smoke. He's so insidious. I don't get it. (laughs) 
Like he really is the worst person on the show. He is like the worst person probably in all of the franchises. Like what the fuck? I, and it's it's weird because like he made a heel turn at some point with <laughs> his leapfrog past everybody like he was on PEDs. <laughs> Nigga, you said he like smoke. <laughs> he is. You know how smoke get everywhere and you now, as far as the Jasmine thing is concerned, I think she's doing a classic side chick baby mama uh, ploy of going to the woman in the relationship because a woman in the relationship will have more heart than mm-hmm. the man. And she knows mm-hmm. that if there's any chance of her child getting to be around Kurt, getting to be around his brothers and sisters, it's going to take Rashida's heart melting from ice to, you know, um, understanding like this is one big family you know look at uh we have examples in pop culture like Alicia Keys is one of these people um, so I think it almost has to go through the woman because Kirk is ain't, so ain't shit now that doesn't absolve her of any guilt of fucking this married nigga um, and, <laughs> and and pleading her case of like I can't believe he would do me the way that he did you Rashida when he cheated on you and me like that's obviously not the best way to approach it but she should, you know, she can kind of get in there with the, I just want him to see his brothers and sisters and eventually maybe Rashida will see reason. And plus, I think the kids already um, <clears throat> haven't been through this once. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> the kids don't seem as like angry about it as Rashida is, you know, and I think Except Rashida for that daughter. Except for that daughter. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I think Rashida is actually more embarrassed and angry. The daughter is angry for real. Uh, but she's just that angry, like, how do you be so stupid and be my daddy? Um, so I think it's more like once they get over the embarrassment of it, which I mean, you don't love hip hop, you will get over the embarrassment of it. At some, <laughs> point, at some point, yeah, at some point, that kid is gonna end up being part of that blended family, even if Jasmine isn't really, you know, around much. Now, the other part of it that I'll notice is, um, with Jasmine's penchant for showing up unannounced, I kind of want her to go to the mama's funeral. <laughs> oh. You 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 just want to watch the world burn, don't you? Look, Kirk don't deserve grace, okay? So if Jasmine show up at that funeral, every time she show up, like I want my two dollars, I'd be happy as fuck. Like, mm, embarrass him again, sis. Don't let him go. No, if he go to the movies at Black Panther, I want you sitting a row behind him in a seat with that baby crying. Like, mm, you want to take care of this? Cause he don't deserve no peace. He don't. I agree with you though. He don't. I hope she move in the house and put some more tape up. Like this yellow tape, this 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 my room. <laughs> oh fuck Kirk, man. Yeah. You know, I would be like the only thing is I, I agree with you if it were for the fact that Rashida will also be embarrassed. Right. I think that's the rule. Like, yeah, Kirk deserves it. Kirk absolutely deserves this embarrassment, but it's also gonna embarrass Rashida too. Well, Not only that, but it's also gonna embarrass whoever's event it is. Just like Jock was like, "Yo, don't bring that shit to my oh, my nigga." My nigga Jock was like, "Hey, hey, I don't. Hey, look, I I make too much money and been in front of these white folks. So y'all be fucking <laughs> Jock. Jock did what they should have done on Black Ink when they were in Atlanta. Be like, we are in the white folks' neighborhood. We have to use our inside voices." <laughs> Y'all was like, I'm trying to get everybody in here fried, died, and laid to the side, and y'all niggas is starting shit over by the damn uh, hot oils. Get out of here. <laughs> but I'm serious, man. Like, and then Rashida got to do got Kirk like this in the first place, which is another reason I think Rashida's so defensive of um so defensive of like making sure Jasmine's not around because she like you're not gonna do what I did to get up in here um and get mm. so I think that's another reason she's so like 
Because, mm. I mean, you know, the first two kids, the oldest two kids aren't Rashida's. This they first baby together. And then within a year of them having a baby, this nigga goes and has a baby with some other chick. Like, I know she, I know she's super mad. Mm. Oh, yes. Good point. That's, that's a good point. I know she wake up every day like, I know you fucking lying. <laughs> I, I want them to go to the bedroom and this tape on the side of the bed, dog. That's what I want to see. <laughs> like, what's, your, what's your arm doing over here, Kurt? Get your arm back on your side. Tape right down the middle of the bed. Yes. We're <laughs> making one of them weak ass excuses. Oh, you ain't gonna let me. <laughs> it's colder on this side than on your side. Shut up, nigga. <laughs> oh man. But I oh, yeah, good, good, good the hell look, Rashida and Jasmine. It, it's like me and Curtis said last week. We get it, girl. Like he fuck her. We this is established, but. I, mm. She ain't, got, she ain't got a leg to stand on. Like real, like for real. She of all the people involved, she has the least amount of like um of an argument to make. Like you know, Kirk can always pull to like you see me over here with my wife and that bullshit that he does. <laughs> um, but then she doesn't really ever have a reason to be anywhere on the show as of yet. You know, because he keeps you know he like a man doing the bare minimum of I write a check every month, so why should I have to see my kids? So right. Right, whack ass nigga. Go see your fucking baby, man. Jesus. Right. That's to be honest. I feel like if he did a little bit better by that boy, it's a because it's a little boy, right? Yeah. Then that probably would go a long way with Rashida. But it's like you still trying to deny shit and and shirk responsibility of stuff that we already know is true. I just I don't get it. What yeah. is from that? And the other thing too, like it'll probably keep Jasmine from popping up places, like. Absolutely. Go take, your, take your baby out. Like you don't even have to like go down to her house and do nothing. Just like, hey, let me get uh whatever that little baby name is and Kirk Jr. Let me get Kirk Jr. I'm gonna take this nigga to the park. You know what I'm saying? Right, go get him a happy meal. Right, because you know, and and eventually, you know, if he does it enough, he could probably take him to uh, his half of the house. And you know what I'm saying? Rashida like see the little the TV. Mm-hmm. Right, Rashida see him with a little baby. You know, watching um half of um. That that pig, uh, Peppa Pig, and she'll be like, you know what, man, I can't hate a little fucking baby. Like, okay, the baby can come in the house, and you know what I'm saying, and you can have some reconciliation. But it, the longer he keeps trying to act like the baby is a secret when it's not, the more we gonna have this shit. Yep. Now, granted, there's no amount of popping up that's gonna make him do right. Right. But common sense. Well, we know he ain't have. Never mind. Never yeah. mind. I forgot right. who I'm talking about. I mean, right. Look at, look at the shirt. Yeah, <laughs> you forgot yeah. we were talking about Kurt. So, you know, good good the hell luck, everybody. I like yeah. when he tried to act like he was being mature by leaving. No, nigga, you embarrassed. Right. <laughs> and scary. That's yeah. what you were. You were scary. I'm just going to get out of here, man. This is crazy. I'm like, nigga, just you running. Just you running. You lucky Rod ain't with her no more. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. He's dead mourning him. Yeah, yeah. He's That dude was a piece of shit, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the other thing. Jasmine does not have a good track record with me. But, you know, mm-hmm. Good, good to hear. Look, everybody. So, uh, but what I wanted to ask y'all, because I didn't see it live, so I don't know what people are saying. Mm-hmm. But did y'all feel that Spice overstepped her boundaries trying to fight Jasmine when she popped up? Yes. Okay. Why Spice care? You know, and again, I didn't see it live, so you know, good to hear. Look, everybody. But when I was watching it, I was like, I get it. But again, and I know Jasmine trash. Again, I get it. I know this. We have established that both Kirk and Jasmine are trash. We get it. But 
I agreed with her when she asked Spice, like, bitch, who are you? Do you know me? Like, what? I mean, I get it. You friends with Rashida or whatever, but Rashida ain't here, and we ain't talking, so why the hell are you trying to fight me? Like like you said, like Ross said, why do you care? Is it your business? No, then what the fuck you got smoke for me for? Bitch, I don't even know you. So I'm going to be honest. Um, I was too busy looking at Spice and her outfit to really pay attention to that part. <laughs> God damn it, Curtis. Because Spice was at that salon looking like a member of the Jamaican X-Men. <laughs> I now dub her Spice the Side Chick Slayer. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> she did look like Jamaican Jerk Smurf with that uh, yeah. blue wig on too. She absolutely did. And I was like, so I I think I agree. I'm trying to remember, but I, I just remember watching it on my TV and I was like, she wearing the hell out. Let me just, okay. You know how I knew it didn't make no sense? Cause I literally thought to myself, like, is this a Jamaican thing? Well, we just jump in people's business or is this just, oh, okay. Oh no. She's just super pressed. Yeah, she was a little. Like, I get it. Like you friends with Rashida, I get it. But at the same time, if Rashida herself ain't damn there, why the hell are you fighting this goddamn battle when it literally is not your damn business? Well, and then the other thing that we have to consider is Spice is Jamaican, which means she has probably dealt with Jamaican men, which means mm. she may have been triggered. So, because right. <laughs> that—that's what I felt was like. Oh, this is more like a personal you know, issue. I was gonna say actually general principle, like. In Jamaica, when the side chick roll up, we this is what happens. Like you don't like I just took care of this for you, sis. Because even um Rashida got that phone call later and was like, "Well, I thank y'all for standing up for me." And I was like, "Damn, I guess it's a sisterhood thing. I just never thought about." Yeah, because yeah, it seems like it's uh, yeah, it seems like that. Like it's like that. Because I mean, if you think about it, Carly Red kind of does the same thing, just mm-hmm. not True. with confrontation. She's like, "I'm gonna get that information, sis. I got your back." Oh. Yeah. I mean, even even in that scene, hell, Mimi with her hard ass titties jumped in, and it's like Mimi of all the people. She's like, y'all need to do like my titties and stay apart. <laughs> right. I don't never want to see y'all together. Right. Mm-hmm. It's art. Listen, that's that's like a it's like a a freeway between you know between her titties, <laughs> like. Or you know how those pictures that they take of like the Grand Canyon with the big, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, look, you know, on the <laughs> other side, we have right titty. <laughs> and then the mile between and on the left side, left titty. And it's like, mm. yeah, that titties need a monorail. Uh, mm. Her face has been looking a little hard, too. I don't know what that's about. Her face don't match her titties? Probably because she's stressed out dealing with Stevie shit. But you know what, sis? That's on you. Which, which she inserted herself in. But, you know. Well, he inserted her. And at least in the current mess, which we'll get on next episode, but you didn't have to stay inserted. The nigga's not going to jail. Let him handle his own bitches. Like, right. But you know, Mimi a bozo too, but you know, get the hell like is, is the queen of bozos. She just, she, she it gets to a point where it's like, Mimi, you just like being in mess. Yeah. That's what it is. It, it don't have nothing to do. I mean, it does have something to do with Stevie being trash, but you just like being in mess because you could have excused yourself long ago. You did not have to be involved in all of that. Yeah, she's she not a lesbian. She's a lesbian. Yeah, correct. Correct. But speaking of Bozo, which one? <clears throat> Curtis, you already know I'm going with this. Mm. So, Keely. Oh, wait, before we go. So, Rod, <laughs> it's been a while since you've been here. So, we have. We have a running um, premise on this show um, called the Beat the Fuck Up list, mm. where people on these reality TV shows need to get beat the fuck up. And Keely has consistently been at the top of that motherfucker 
since her introduction on the show. So how do you feel about um Peppa Pig and a thought wig? I'm I'm gonna be real. I don't know which one Kiwi is because this show <laughs> has more cast members than Game of Thrones at this point. Do you at least know what banner she pledged under? But <laughs> I think um definitely a Lannister. Uh yes, yes. Or okay. Greyjoy. So that's the one that looked kind of. Oh yeah, I know who she. I'm looking at her picture right now. Mm. Yeah, um, I have nothing to add. She's trash. Okay, all right. So, <clears throat> so let me ask her, Curtis. How did you feel about that? I got to use my white woman voice. That meeting that she had with uh, Blue Da Vinci. Um. Okay, I'm gonna be honest because I can give credit where credit is due. She did have a few key points. However, you can't sit there and say you haven't been in our son's life. You haven't been around. And then when he says, well, I'm trying to be now. Can I see him? You say, no, I, 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 I get trying to protect the, the boy, but you can't have it both ways. Because if you continue to keep him away from his son, then you always going to be able to say that he's not. It just that doesn't make any sense. Also, like, I think he now again, we said last week now. One, because Keely has been so trash, it's hard to, and it's that thing where it's like men are trash, and we know this, but also Keely trash, so it's like you can't give Keely the benefit of the doubt. But what resonated with me was like when she, when he brought up like, I've been trying to see my son, but it's hard to do when you literally hopped your ass up and moved here to Atlanta, and I ain't been able to get in contact with your ass to see my son. So I'm like, now I don't know, Keely. Something about this two one plus two plus two is equal in her true right now. So not only that, the other thing that stuck out to me was it seems like she I won't even say it seems like she pretty much admitted that it's more to do with her relationship with Blue versus his relationship with the son Xavier. Right. She's like, you did me wrong, and she started crying, her little, you know, bacon fat tears. <laughs> It was like, so what does this have to do with the boy, though? Like, having done whatever happened in y'all's relationship, y'all haven't been together. You got a whole other dude who secretly don't want you. but (laughs) And partly due to you being always in some mess, but, you know. Well, Mm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's fair, because we don't know Bocce's, uh, his uh, intentions there. That's true. But, yeah, I, I just, it was nice, though, in the end to see a couple that's supposed to be co-parenting at least halfway make some some ground. So this was the f- only episode that we've seen since her introduction where she wasn't complete trash, but she still is sits very high on the beat the fuck up list. And she Correct. did bopped upside the head, but she needs a full blown. Yes. Yeah, I, I think we, her would be at the top of my beat the fuck up list right now. But um You know it, that's fair. That's fair. I agree. I would say Keely is probably sitting at number three. Yeah, Earth is number one, and uh, what's his name? Uh, BK is probably sitting at number two. We'll get his ass. Yeah, we'll get. Uh, and the other thing with the Blue Da Vinci, one she, I don't know why, but in her confessionals, why does it look like she always got caught in a lie? Every, she always getting caught in a lie. She always lying. She her, right, her face looked like I'm like, did you not? I guess it's like Thanos. I didn't teach you how to lie because she don't know how to lie good. Uh, and then the other part was, um. As hard as she tried to go on him, the second that dude started talking to his son, you could see that she realized, like, man, I can't stay this mad at this dude, at this boy's father. Like, this shit is stupid. And that boy loved his father. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I know he spelled his name like blue cheese instead of the regular blue. Or <laughs> yeah. but, but you still had sex and procreated with that man. Like, the least you could do is let him see his kid if he's doing all the other stuff you claim he's doing. Agreed. So, you know, good, good, good to hell look. Um, and I really would say good to hell look blue and good to hell look um, the child mm-hmm. and Keely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all I got for Keely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But since, since, Rob brought, since Rob brought him up, <clears throat> so BK Brasco. Now, my niggy sense to piggyback to you know shout out to my good friend Curtis. My niggy sense leads. Listen, let me tell you something. When both Tommy and Carly Red are agreeing are in agreement that this nigga is trash, I'm gonna believe you trash. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. He was like, I may not be per- I may not be completely honest with Sierra, uh, Sierra about everything I have going on. It's like, okay, I'm just way to wave that trash flag. Just okay. Now he the one with the secret kids, right? Mm-hmm. And the girlfriend, secret kids, but confirmed secret girlfriend. Right. Okay. Yeah. This nigga ain't shit. Yeah. The one that the one that wants Sierra to stop talking about shooter, but but meanwhile back at the ranch. Yeah. So you know, I you know, it's just my niggy sense. Like when two when two arch rivals, you know, using that in heavy air quotes, because it's like y'all ain't you know, this is not a Pokemon game. Like y'all, this is not a battle. But you know, good the hell look, everybody. When when both Tommy and Carly Red are like, yeah, girl, this nigga has some shit from you. I'm like, Sierra, you might wanna. It will behoove you to pay attention. You know what's weird about it to me is that she's always saying that he's her best friend. And I'm like, how long? Have you known him like six months? Like, how is he your best friend? You know, I attribute that to her being so hurt by Shooter that she'll take any of the old damn thing. That's fair. Now, I will say she did have a point about the ladies around her constantly bringing up mess like this in front of her other friends. It's like, y'all don't know how to pull a bitch aside? Goddamn. Keep it in the iMessage. Hashtag keep it in the iMessage. But he, yeah, he trash. uh, Bocce trash. Like, everybody got a secret girlfriend. Y'all all all trash. And his beard don't look right. No, it doesn't. I don't know what's going on with that, but he need to get that taken care of or cut it off. It don't look right. Well, I think that the reason why it looks the way it does is because he was trying to get it taken care of. I'm going to be honest. It made me... Now, I kind of feel a little differently but when i first saw him he was looking very uh, zesty supremely zesty and i was like mm. Mm. i mean that's not to say nothing because there's plenty of zesty niggas out here that have kids and whatnot but I mean, look, look at the migos true i don't i don't know her <laughs> curtis i almost got this goddamn drink <laughs> god damn it <laughs> but you know uh, he you know the other thing about BK Brasco he one of them niggas where like I don't know it's just my niggy sense like is it just me or in that scene at the salon after the um well no this was before before Jasmine walked in but you know him is, is it me or just he just deflected like a motherfucker when asked about that shit you know what i mean like he was like the past is the past and all this and that but that's what you was telling sierra but yet you got all these secrets so like what is the truth beloved like what is he, he he stood in his shit about only having two kids although that we know that doesn't really count for much right so i wouldn't but i do feel like 
at some point in the conversation, he did kind of deflect because I, I think maybe he was thinking if they talking about secret kids, they might start talking about my my uh, side pussy. So yeah, because when when T, when Tama brought up the DMs, she had that other chick that he was. That's the other thing. Like he was like she trying to that she trying to extort me and blah blah blah. And I'm like. My nigga sense like this sounds like the classic nigga that's doing some some ain't shit some ain't shit fuckery like oh she trying to distort extort me that bitch line is she well is- my question was what is what is it that you have worth the worth extorting because I don't no, know what you do you know Curtis that is why we are friends and why we have you on this show asking the hard hitting questions because um I was wondering that too yeah all right Porsche <laughs> no me. Cause I was just like, you know, what do you have to extort? Mm. Right. It's like it's not like you fucking with Rashida. Like, what do you have? Or by extension, I don't know. The whole thing is weird. Throw the whole nigga in the trash. Throw the whole nigga away. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what else do we have? Speaking of niggas being thrown away, Tobias, nigga. Hey, <laughs> 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 he, even Jock said that nigga move on faster than the motherfucker, don't he? Listen, he moved faster than Sonic the Hedgehog, especially when he saw Spice over there dressed like Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, Curtis. I mean, she looked good, but she did. I love this country way of hollering at her, too, because he tried to do a fake Jamaican accent. She said, no, baby. She was like, uh, no. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm just country then. I, I'm sorry, baby. I was like, yeah, you shouldn't have. You really tried. You flew too close to the sun on that one, bro. Absolutely. No, Absolutely. He, he, he tried. She was like, she was like, you should have just said that and ate your food, baby. Right. He's like, what's your quad bumba clot down by the beach, boy? She's like, nah, nah, that's not close at all. She's like, I'll fuck you up in here. <laughs> you see what I almost did to Jasmine? I also mm-hmm. like, I like that he was into a woman that just was about to beat another woman's ass. Like, I really, some about that really was like, you know what? You are not scared to shoot your shot at all. You know, shoot or shoot, you know, shoot or shoot. Oh, uh, what I will say is, nah, speaking of, Tokyo baby, mm, I, mm, mm, I, mm, you know, I, like I said, she just needs to be an auxiliary character. Don't give up. She just she need to be like the women equivalent to job. Just there to crack jokes and be messy, which she already said she loved to be messy. Like she said, what she said when they had that dance salon, like all you had, if you want to know other people's business, you should have just told me. I can't do the voice like Curtis do. <laughs> so yeah. when did she say that? Um, when that was um, when her Sierra and uh Carla was in that salon or whatever, when they took Tokyo out to try to chill her up or whatever, oh. and they started talking about missing shit. Oh, that I'm gonna be honest, I'm ready for them to get to Tokyo's next storyline because this is tired. Yeah, and that extra layer of I'm a virgin. Every scene is getting tired too. It's like, girl, we know, we yeah. know that we know it's new construction on your pussy. We know. Right, we get it. We get it. <laughs> Every fucking scene, it's like listen, he, and then I think maybe it's because I'm a virgin that he's acting this way. I was like, ah, oh, you could be annoying. I don't know. Yeah, like, <laughs> is, it because he's a, is it because you're a virgin, or is it because you just you loud and abrasive and annoying? Yeah, I mean, and messy and messy and messy. And and my thing is, how you messy and then easily led? Yes, everything somebody say, you take it as fact. How but but you messy? I don't get it. How does that work? Mm-mm. Again, shoot or shoot, and you. Mm, so. I know one thing. He that nigga is lucky they upgraded the budget this year to get park security because she was coming for him in that park last week. 
She was. She was. I mean, and he was laughing, so you know he wouldn't have had no strength to fight her off. Come on, dog. That's the ultimate. Like you about to. Oh boy. Like I like. She was going. She was going off half cocked and everything, but like you never supposed to laugh in, the, in your girl face when she mad. Dog. Everybody know that rule. I was like, you deserve this ass with He was like, I mean, I don't take you serious anyway. So and now you <laughs> stupid. Oh, stupid. He, he was. He was looking. He was looking like Thanos. Like, oh, that's cute. Dog, safe yeah. service hopped out of them bushes though, man. I don't know where them niggas came from. Was, that shit was like, uh, the, the eagle is down. The eagle is down. <laughs> you know what? That's a good point because looking back at that scene, like I know we talked about it last week, but that's a good point. Like he, th- them niggas, like it's like in one shot, it's just to- it's Tokyo and Tobias, and then the next shot is like fucking Transformers movie. Like what the fuck? Yeah. It like, was it wasn't like two of them. It was like seven niggas. Like, where did y'all even come from, fam? Right, they they hopped like the nigga. They they used the reality stone, like niggas. <laughs> no, that would have been the space stone because they definitely came out of nowhere. Yeah, they came out that portal. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely came out that portal. That's true. That is that is definitely true. Like, like goddamn, like what the fuck. He's a braver man than me, boy, because I would have got so 100% serious when she started. Because she hit a couple niggas and moved them. Like, it wasn't... <laughs> it was a close call, and this nigga was still laughing. I was like, boy, you got a lot of nerve. Yeah, she did move some niggas, though. She did. I'll give you that. She did. Mm-hmm. So, I think... Is there anything else that happened in this episode that we need to cover? Mama D got the titties done. Oh, Mama D. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was going to get the cakes done, man. I'm, I'm a I little... It, man, I think she got them tightened up because she didn't get like one of them fat, them huge fake oh, ass. Yeah, she didn't. Like, I, yeah. I, yeah, I was sure she was gonna debut a fake ass too. I was kind of like, I mean, it's sensible, obviously, but that's how this show has warped me to where I'm looking at the ass race like it's a <laughs> like it's an arms race. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, Mama D, you falling behind now? Come on, you gonna have to step it up if you want to compete with these uh these other women. So, uh, and her her wig was unfortunate this season. Oh, it was absolutely. I was yeah. like, you need to give that back to Holly Berry. Take that back to the set of whatever X Men movie that was, <laughs> and leave it there. <laughs> it looked just like that. It did. It def- it definitely looked looked like the wig she had on in the second uh, X Men movie. Definitely. <laughs> so it def- it definitely looked like the one that she wore when uh, Professor X died. Definitely. I love that Erica's heart is so cold too, because like Mama D told her. About the bam and, and Scrappy getting married, and uh, Eric was looking like, "Well, I have none of that. Uh, <laughs> I, I refuse to get worked up over this this nigga again." Y'all, yeah. good luck. This is what you wanted. Remember you? Yeah, you know, Erica was really like good the hell look. Everybody, he definitely was. But I had a different take on the whole thing with Mama D because I. So I have a question that I pose to both of you, and it's this: Do people take Mama D serious as an artist? Uh, right, because Rashida could not contain her laughter during that whole performance. <laughs> Rashida was tickled, and I was too, because I was like, "What the fuck is happening on this stage?" <laughs> I, like, that's what's wild is. Uh, I thought that when she first was like, "I'm a sing, I want to do a song, Scrappy." Remember that season? She was on the uh, right, yes. and I thought it was like kind of a joke for that season, like to give her a storyline. But we're three singles in now, and I'm starting to get a little worried about Mama D's mental health. All right. All right. Okay, well, I'm more worried about the mental health of the people around her that are enabling her. Yes, yeah, still too. Because who is giving her tracks? Who is letting her in the Who is doing this? Scrappy. 
I mean, I know you you haven't been popping since like 2002. However, your legacy is tarnished by whatever the fuck your mama is doing right now. Like, I need you to pull the reins. Yes. First of all, first of all, Scrappy two beers are going back and forth between him here in Miami to goddamn <laughs> be be here for mama do shit. But trying, yeah. trying to figure out how he gonna leave Bambi in her third trimester. Uh, uh, goddamn, you know he is. Spicy on the pod. Right, spicy on the podcast. Rod, come back. Spicy than a motherfucker. I mean, come on. Y'all knew this was going to be beautiful when I came back. <laughs> but he need to help Mama D with her music. Yeah. Rod. No, he doesn't need to help her with the music. He needs to <laughs> throw the music in the trash. <laughs> she needs uh, Maybe help, help for her music for her music could be him being like, don't do it, Mama. Yes. Yes. Let's have a come to Jesus moment. Come Let's to Scrappy moment. Mama, stop. I know it's you know it's bad too because this time I didn't even pay attention to what the song was about. Like the last two times, I was like, "What the fuck is she even saying? What deserve?" Okay, then the other joint where she was in that order, in that I was like, "Oh god!" This time I I tuned it out completely. Like, I, no, refused to. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, I was distracted by the wig and the bad lip syncing. Yes, yeah, and the titties being smushed together. She was really out there, like just like it was just a lot. And I'm gonna be honest. Every time Mama D is on the screen or doing anything, I'm still expecting one of them teeth to go flying again. <laughs> Yo, that shit was reality TV gold. When her goddamn teeth flew. When her tooth fell out of her mouth, mm. like Jackie Christie diamond fell out of her little thing, I was like, ooh. So I, I, that's me. I'm just. I don't want to say I'm rooting for it. Mm. But I'm. It's just an expectation every time she doing it. When she get the popping and locking, I'm like, let me see if that too jiggling too. Yeah, I, I really would like for her to return back to her pimping roots because that was more hilarious to me in a in a in a way that wasn't as embarrassing as whatever this music shit is. Yeah, this is no bueno, no me gusta. What happened to the queen? Remember that? Like, I'm the queen of of this castle and you not coming up in here you are all my pawns like i actually could use i thought i had got tired of it but if i had known she was going to the music i think i would have said you know what just extended three more seasons of queen analogies well i think that is because number one she was bouncing around castles (laughs) you know when the lease is up on one castle you got to pack it up and move and the other thing is there's nobody to fight with because the bam <laughs> is like, oh, we going to Miami. Erica, I don't know where Erica was going, but she's like, I ain't got nothing for you, sis. So who else she gonna who she gonna battle? That's true. Bucky, who Bucky gonna, who um, gonna do the the all you bitches is my sons too? Yeah, Ernest gone. So we get we all that's out. He's he's somewhere Ernest got him a mistress, and her name is Crack Pipe. I know, um, man. Damn that's it, sad, that's sad. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but didn't we all know though? I feel like we all knew it's gonna come. I mean, the nigga named Ernest. I was like, he gonna he gonna burn something. He can't, yeah. he can't spell Burnest without Ernest. Not only that, but he's also married to her. So it's just like we knew it was a possibility. But anyway, I mean, you know, <laughs> good luck, everybody. Good luck, rooting for y'all. Yeah, rooting <laughs> I for love everybody black. <laughs> rooting for everybody niggy. <laughs> All right, Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the show title too. I'm writing these things down. I just yeah. Um so the last thing before we uh move on from love and hip hop, because I know we've been taking our time, but we only got two shows, so y'all will live. Tommy. Mm. Oh, we're not gonna talk about Queen Tommy. Uh she is crown royalty. Well, uh, the thing about it is 
I'm trying to figure out if if she's a little bit too crown royally mm. because the way that it is presenting itself to me is like she might have a drinking problem, but I can't tell if it's the editing or what. I don't think there's a mic to it. I'm pretty sure she's an alcoholic. Like okay, I was just making sure. Remember when she tried to go into business selling wine, but drink all the wine? Like that's a that, that was a, that was a self drag as a motherfucker. Yeah. Like, like she, I like it's more believable with her than it was with Tierra Marie on Loving Hip Hop of Hollywood. Right. Like I actually show. Yeah, this feels like she be doing this without the cameras. And oh yes, like when she showed up late and Spice read her for Phil. And she still had that drink in her hand, was laughing and shit. Like, bitch, this ain't this ain't the Dark Knight Rises. What the fuck are you laughing about? Ain't nobody telling no jokes. And then they cut to the confessional, and she was mad. Like, I can't believe she had the audacity to say just because I'm drunk and showing up late, I might have a drinking problem. I've had friends do like do this in the past, and it's like, well, I mean. You mean intervention? This maybe it's a pattern, right? You mean interventions? Your friends have done this in the past, maybe in a group with some type of counselor. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's like Tommy, baby. Like I, I want to root for you, but then you do shit like this, right? Then you, hey, do like, and it's like you already got beat up this season. Like you need to get it, pull it together, sis. Right? Tighten up. I'm rooting for her, but in like a, I'm rooting for her to go to therapy type way, not a. Like, like, it's bigger than the show. Like, I don't want her to win right. on the show. I need her to, like, win in life because she just seemed to be... Showing a dial, don't, uh, downward spiral. Yeah, like, it's getting worse every season. It's not for the show anymore. It's not really cute. There's, it's just kind of sad. Yeah. 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 Y'all, seen, y'all seen Five Heartbeats, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like Eddie Kane. Oh, that was sad. That was yeah. so well, you just, like I'm, If we can just make it to the end of Love and Hip Hop and the final scene is her in a church singing in the choir, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. You know what's even sadder is the fact that there's still people who think that the Five Heartbeats was a real group. <laughs> well, you know, every day we stray further from God's light, so, you know. Yeah, every day the strength of the Black Panther melts away. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty terrible, man. Yeah. Uh, so that's it well, for that Lady Pop. I hope she gets it together. That means Curtis, somewhere of the people that listen to the show, Curtis just blew somebody's mind. <laughs> yeah. Think about yeah. that. Yeah. Rest your understanding on that. They're like, is the temptations real? What's real? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the real is, you know, like a Googleable discography, but okay. Go <laughs> off, right. bro. You know, good count on good sis Google, but you know, good luck everybody. Yeah. Like I said, just don't go too far because once you get into page four and five, shit gets a little weird, right? <laughs> it gets a little niggy. I don't even know if that's neat. I don't know what that is because <laughs> I can handle niggy. That shit, I'd be like, oh no, I'm on page four. Let me abort mission. Right? Do not pass go. Do not pass go. Speaking of pass and go, goat yoga. Uh, so let's just go ahead and get into it. So basketball, wow. So I have this in my notes, and I just want to get this out, and then we'll get more into it. Uh, Jackie Christie still crazy. And Jackie Christie is one crazy dark elf. I don't know what is wrong with that lady. She yeah. is definitely of the Chitauri. She's like that one Keebler elf that they had to fire because they kept eating all the cookies. Curtis, <laughs> <laughs> she's so damn stupid. <laughs> is so evil dog like you ever meet somebody so evil you just believe every bad thing you hear about them that's her 
Yeah. Oh yes. There's nothing you could tell me about her that I'll be like, nah, not Jackie. Like if you was like, uh, did you know she once ate the heart of an infant while it was still beating? I'll be like, prop. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yes, and like you can't believe nothing. Like if somebody told you, you know what, Jackie Christie donated a thousand dollars to cancer research, you'd be like, no, the fuck she did. Right. Like what? And then what did she expect in return? Was it the, right. the heart of a still beating heart of an infant? Because that would make sense. Mm. Right. It's just some people that you nothing. Not, it's some people where there's nothing you can, nothing good comes from them at the fuck all. Even if somebody lie, you'd be like, bitch, you lying. That motherfucker is trash. And that's Jackie Christie. Every time I think of her, I just be thinking, what kind of freaky ass sex are she and Doug having? Because it's got to take some, he must be into some wild shit to let all that go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so to, she all that evil and crazy. It, bruh, it's got to be some shit we don't even, like, it's not even a section on Pornhub for it because it don't exist. Because <laughs> there's no fucking way any human being can live in a house with someone like that and not be like, I have to get a divorce. Yeah. When when you do crazy, uh, I, mm. she must know how to like blow into a, a penis. You know what I mean? Not like suck it, but like some other shit. Like I actually blow the penis inside, and then be like, oh, okay, so that explains Doug. That's why he's okay with this shit. Because I mean, I just assume that Doug is into like some exorcism shit. So while he hitting it from the back of the head. Can turn 360 degrees, and he liked that shit. Yeah, like she vomits all over the room, and he's like, "That's what I'm into, though." She'd nope. be like, "I'm gonna shit on these walls, Doug," and he'd be like, "That's the shit I like." And it's like, yeah, "Bring the goats in, bring the goats in." You beat me to it, right? <laughs> you beat me to it. I was like, "That's why she didn't want to be in there." She re- she recognized a familiar tactic when them goats got to jumping and prancing. She's like, "No, that's my move." Right. <laughs> you like that's my type of carrying on. Oh my god, dog! I don't understand, but I just oh my god, I don't get her at all. Because so when they went to that Mardi Gras party, and she was just doing the fucking most, and I'm like, they uh, what's her name, Evelyn and Jennifer, are literally not doing anything. Every time you get too close, they move away. Mm-hmm. And you talking all this shit. First of all, you talk all this shit, and if we're gonna be, you gonna get your ass beat. So she right. she is on the beat the fuck up list. Well, no, I mean, like, if she try to step to Evelyn for real, Evelyn's gonna be her ass. Like, she she can do all these things. Like, oh, I must, I must, I just want to take her head off of her shoulders. And it's like, have you ever not been beat up? Because I feel like you've never been beat up. Tell that you can do these things that you cannot. Tell the truth, Curtis. She don't want it with Ev. Yo, Ev. Evelyn Lozada got a razor in her mouth, dog. I absolutely believe that shit. Listen, Evelyn Lozada, she got a razor in her mouth. She work out. Mm-hmm. She got combo moves from Mortal Kombat. That's not who you want to rumble with, sis. He will eat your food live on TV, and Jackie fucking knows it. I I don't know how many more uh, daughters she gonna bring around Evelyn that's gonna end up turning to Evelyn's side. But uh, you need to go ahead and leave her alone before she steal all your kids. You know, before I saw you t- off on you. Shit, that's what you. That too. But I saw you tweeting about it when you was live watching. Right? Like Jackie is one of those people. Well, <clears throat> shut up, Curtis, because you know how we carry on on here. But Jackie is one of those people that's always in some shit and always being trash, but also want to control the narrative. Oh, she's so abusive. She don't want people. She don't want no one talking to each other. That's how abusive she is. She she thought that girl was up there blinking in Morse code. Like, help me. (laughs) (laughs) You know what Jackie Jackie Christie, Jackie Christie, I like into like, you know how they say whenever you learn something new, your brain gets a new wrinkle. I feel like every time there's some new mess, Jackie gets a new ring around her neck. Oh yes. 
Yes. Oh yeah. my God. And I really do think Evelyn would deliver her the fate of all fades. I, oh, yeah. I, I just want her to stop pretending that she could take Evelyn and just bow down and apologize because it's not going to happen the way you say it's going to happen. I mean, or be mad, but just stop talking about you. Gonna yeah. Just leave her alone. Just leave her alone because Doug is not going to be able to help you when you get your ass kicked. Yep. And Evelyn seemed like the type that don't like um, talk about it. She just fuck you up and then you go, oh, oh okay, I see. Now I had you fucked up. Eve- Evelyn is walking like I talk it. Yeah. Evelyn the type of like, she'll fuck you up and then be like, now here's your phone so you can call an Uber to get to the hospital, bitch. Right. Like, why'd you make me do this to you? <laughs> hey, I was having a perfectly night, nice night with Jennifer sitting over here picking on these cat daddies and you done fucked everything up. Right. And I'm just like, like you were saying, she's so abusive and I'm like, so why did you bring your daughter here? Knowing that Evelyn was gonna be here, if you didn't, and and as many times as the daughter said, you know, I want you to talk to her, I'm gonna talk to her, and then you brought her to the function anyway, so you had to have known that it was going to happen. See, I've been thinking about this. I think she was hoping to bait Evelyn into saying something about her daughter, so she can, cause see, that's been the key to all this. Jackie's been trying to act like it's even, right? Like I called your daughter a thought, but. It all finished. You got upset and said something back. And it's like, that's not how this works. That ain't what happened. Yeah, you did a thing first. You never apologized. And after that, it was open season on both of us, right? Like, you started a conflict. And she keeps trying to act like, isn't Evelyn so crazy the way that she won't let me talking bad about her daughter go? That is so wild. And meanwhile, your daughter got money from Evelyn because Evelyn actually was moved by hearing that story, abusive-ass story about you. And instead of you being like, well, look, uh, it's not true. It's between me and my daughter, and that's the end of it. And, you know, I would appreciate it if y'all didn't do stuff like that. That would have been one way to handle it. No, you called this woman's daughter a builder thought it, rather than just come out and say that, which makes me believe you did abuse your other daughter. Um, and that's why the fuck she moved out the house and she scared of your ass. Also, and a bit of tea that uh, Candace shared with us in the group chat, that do- that uh, grandchild that got burned you still ain't been the sea jacket. So again, you're trying to paint Evelyn as this villain and quote unquote inserting herself in your family business, and you don't even see about your family. Like you the Mo Jizzle of grandmother. Right. Wow. I was like, so how is Evelyn inserting herself into the business? Now she went upstairs to get away from you, and your daughter specifically went up there to talk to her. Right. But Evelyn is inserting herself. Do you not know words? Do you, do you right? Like, I, mm. but see, that's why I believe she. That's why I believe everything her other daughter said because of that. Like, oh, you just lied on a lie we all can see on TV and caught you in. Like, well, like you, like you really are that delusional. So now I'm like, your other daughter got to be telling the truth. Like you, right. like why? Like if you evil, if you able to lie like that and believe, and like I feel like she could pass a polygraph with these lies. Like these are not because she believes what she's saying. She believes right. her own height. Right. So it's like she believes she can fight. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, uh, yeah, don't get fucked up. I hope Evelyn drop a chair on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, remember that remember that season where Evelyn threw the goddamn wild ball? Yes. Bro, <laughs> they don't know who they fucking with, man. They don't forgot because Evelyn took a break. You know what I'm saying? Like Evelyn seemed like the kind of person that hold her anger in and then it be out of control and then she feels bad that she let you get her out of control. Not necessarily bad that she fucked you up, but bad that you like made her lose herself for a second because she prides herself on being composed at all times. She looked like the type like she would be she would be looking like how Thanos looked at the end of Infinity War. <laughs> Sitting in her house with a small smile. 
Yes. I fucked that bitch up, Jen. Sip some wine. But also conflicted at the carnage that she caused. I'd love to see Evelyn uh, do that at the end of, the, of uh, Basketball Wives the final season. Just her sitting in the, her sitting looking at the sunset with that smile and then sip a little bit of wine at the end. Yep. And then they pan to Jackie Christie in the hospital or something. <laughs> yeah. Jackie Christie talking about, oh God, the end. Yeah. <laughs> I really didn't I really didn't want that smoke. <laughs> Remember when she was driving around Brooklyn pretending to want to be looking for fucking Evelyn? Oh my god, I hate her. She, I just, uh, she is not a likable motherfucker at all. And to think that when that shit happened, there were people I saw with my own two eyes on on Beyonce's internet saying that Evelyn was in the wrong for that situation with Jack's daughter. And I'm like, what? Are y'all okay? Like, I'm like, but what, what? Evelyn wasn't even the only one who donated to her daughter, was she? No. Nope. And also, if it was that big a deal, then why the hell did Jackie give the damn money back? Like, ugh. right, right. Be like, well, here's a check, but I, I got my family. You don't need to be because it was somebody else. It was a man that she was mad at. I can't remember who it was. No, she wasn't mad at the man. It was on um, Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes donated. That she wasn't. Yeah, yeah, she didn't have no smoke for Matt Barnes. She just had smoke for for Evelyn. But it's like if you if your thing was people need to stay out your family business, then why you didn't have no smoke for Matt Barnes? Yeah, right. that same energy. I hate her. I wish she was taking Kirk Cross. Oh, God. You know what? The world doesn't need that kind of evil. That's how much I hate her. The world does not need that kind of evil. <laughs> the visualization. Uh, oh God. That's the evil that she deserves, but not that we deserve. Yeah, we don't deserve. It's bad enough we got to deal with her as is. Correct. And Kirk as is. Yeah. Also, it feels like everybody that's got to have a scene with her is basically like when Luke Skywalker got thrown in that pit at Jabba Hutt's um, club and he had to fight that big-ass beast. Everybody <laughs> that's in the scene with her has the same. Like, Malaysia be looking scared, like, help me. I just want to get out of here. I shouldn't have to do all this for my money, Shawnee. Yeah. Malaysia be like, this bitch is unstable. Where's She have her eye on security at all times. <laughs> she like, come over here with the ghost, Malaysia. Malaysia just like, please. Like, I don't, Have y'all ever seen the Versace series on FX? Did y'all watch that? Uh-uh. Oh well, anyway, it's a it's one episode where Andrew Cannon take this dude like hostage, and they go on the road together. And every scene is basically the dude looking around like, "How the fuck am I gonna get out of this?" That's Malaysia in every scene with Jackie. Just like, is it a window? Can I excuse myself to a bathroom? Maybe like crawl out the back. Like, how am I gonna get the fuck away from this crazy person before they kill me? Yeah, Malaysia is definitely like the she. She just reminds me like she's always in a panic room situation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which I mean, dealing, uh, trying to be friends with with Jackie's crazy ass. I just mm. good, good to hear look at good to hear look Malaysia. But speaking of Malaysia, yes, I see Malaysia is still uh, fine as the print on a bad boy contract. Boy, she is as fine as she is dumb. Mm. Yeah, mm, yeah, you know, accurate, Rod, accurate. Because my oh, her fine stupid ass boy. Oh my god, you bring her whole family on the show. And let me say this real quick, like her the. The older cousin, I can't remember his name. He kind of caked up, and I feel like I'm slacking, so I need to start doing like 100 squats a day because I can't be letting no old straight black man outcake me in these streets. <laughs> Yo, here's the thing. Byron can't never coach in the NFL in the NBA again. Like this was it for him. Like oh, yes. he got up there talking about some bang, bang, bang. I said, okay, now see, that's the real that I'm going to play. If I'm interviewing for a job and Byron's interviewing for a job, I'm coming in there with my iPad. Like, hold on one second, guys. Right. 
You gonna let this coach your team? Bang, bang, bang. Is that what we gonna do? Or so, do the Lakers wanna win? Right. So why him and not? Well, you might as well just get John Witherspoon himself. <laughs> Duh, I was yeah. so disgusted with him. But I said, man, I can't. Like this, ex- this explains why you had a losing record in the NBA. You out here doing this shit. Yep. Yeah. This is why you couldn't get the Lakers. You had a team full of young niggas with talent, and you couldn't get them niggas to at least five hundred. And we see why. Now he threw away his wife for CC, bro. Threw his wife in the trash. Like, bye. Definitely did. Not right. granted, CC. Right. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, look, CC is. Uh, she is definitely the type of woman that does steal somebody's husband because, like, she has no shame in her game. There were kids at that table, and she was really like, Remember when I broke my nail when you had me bent over like this? I said, Oh, is she really doing this in front of people? Mm-hmm. I know Byron must be so embarrassing. And Byron jumped up, like, I remember, bang, 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 bang. I said, This nigga, right? Malaysia looking like, Oh, no, baby, <laughs> Byron, no, you don't even need the money. What are you doing, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> Like by, Malaysia is just looking like, oh, oh, my, my dear sweet dumbass cousin. Oh, uh, yeah. oh. I didn't know like, that her family was gonna be like part of the cast. Now I thought this was a one off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, her whole family. Oh no, we here. We like a check too, Shawnee. Right, hello. Up too. Yep, cousin Byron out here with the mushroom belt matching the shirt. <laughs> 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 this nigga, man. God damn it. Right. Yeah, you're right. He can't coach again at all. Bro, I've been racking in my mind for years. Like, why is this nigga not a good coach? He was on that Lakers team. He seemed kind of composed. Now I'm like, oh, I get it. You, it makes, you make horrible decisions. Yes. You know his plays in the huddle was bad than a motherfucker. <laughs> he was like, hey, man, hey, listen, guys. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do with these last 10 seconds. But are y'all still going to the club? Because I'm trying to see if it's some hoes out tonight. Yeah, he would. He in the in the huddle, he would just have that little dry erase board, and all it would say on it is bang, bang, bang. <laughs> the dry erase board is like, so what are we going club live or like y'all tell me the directions to the club, and I mean go out there and try to get a shot too while y'all at it, yeah. right? Like, do, do your basketball thing, but but what club? Where's the celebration after the game? That's what I'm. That's what I need to know. Like in the huddle, he'd be like, "Okay, guys, we down by two. We need a we, we down by two. We need a three to win." So one of y'all just passed the ball and shoot. But in more important news, after this, where the titties at? Yeah, uh, whose sister is that um, over there in the family? Is that your sister or like that your girl? Because I, I mean, I don't want to disrespect, but uh, uh, oh man, that's the time we got to get back in the game, fellas. But let me know. Yeah, right. Yep, absolutely. So we'll see how that pans out and who they beefing with this season. Oh wait, hold on. We gotta mention one more thing though. Mm-hmm. This nigga rolled with a whole click of cat daddies, though. Oh, yeah. He was in the club. Oh, yeah. Clicked up with the cat daddy sections, fam. They got so excited when Jen and Evelyn walked in there. The men was like, who is this? They was looking like, I knew I renewed that uh, Viagra prescription for a reason. Boy, let me put my knee brace on, because tonight I'm going to dance. I'm going to work out this new hip. Yeah. Pass me that that, uh, tiger bomb, boy. I'm about to show you something, uh, young lady. What y'all drinking? All right. Hey there, young thing. That's <laughs> young Kinderoni. Right. <laughs> there, young y'all, kinder- y'all look like a plate of yams. I just want to sop y'all up over here. Come on over here and talk to me for a second. Smooth, smooth like a hot comb on nappy ass hell. Right. Because Evelyn and Jen ain't exactly no spring chickens. And even they was like, these old ass niggas know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They were like, we ain't young, and these niggas got at least 20 years on us. (laughs) Right. 
<laughs> I'm not trying to spend my 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 uh lighter days uh running hot Epsom salt baths and fucking uh, uh helping people get they uh get down the stairs. Right. They was like, y'all ain't even rich enough. Like, who I look like? Anna Anna, what's her name? Anna Nicole. Yeah, Anna Nicole Smith. Y'all ain't got y'all ain't got the range. Y'all don't have the financial range. We that, old, that old man got up from that table. I said, man, sit your ass down, bro. It's not gonna happen. Like this ain't what you want, and this ain't what they want. So stop it. Young tenders, let me holler at you. Oh, oh, okay. I'm gonna sit back down. My back. Oh, right. You got to, you got osteoporosis, nigga. Sit down. You got to groan to stand up and shake a hand. Come on, bro. Right. Uh, oh, something I forgot to mention when we were talking about Jackie. That part when Jackie called Evelyn a slick talking loud mouth, and I was like, if that ain't the Spider Man pointing that Spider Man in the flesh, like Peter Parker put on his costume and swung across town so fast. So fast. <laughs> I was like, nigga, everything that you are saying about Evelyn is you. Yeah, like you just dragging yourself, and you're the only one that don't realize it. The yeah. only one. You know what it is, too? Like, people like Jackie exist in this world because people are more afraid of having to deal with their bullshit than calling them out on their bullshit. Yep. Mm. It's not like we at home are the only ones that see it. If we was in a room with Jackie, we would be like, mm, I feel you, girl, because we don't want to fight her crazy ass either. Just like, just when will the scene be over in 10 minutes? Okay, Jackie, I agree with everything you just said. Let's eat dinner and leave. Yes. Go home to Doug and put on your riding crop and leave the rest of us alone. Yeah, leave us out of it. Thank you so much. Right. Isn't it time for you to go home and untie Doug? Literally and figuratively, yes. Mm -hmm. mm. But so speaking of bosses, Motherfucking Shawnee. Listen, we love a businesswoman. Oh, listen, when I was I was watching, I see when I was watching that, I, I was like, see, this is what we talking about. See, this is why we stand for Shawnee and goddamn Candy because they are motherfucking moguls. Okay, Babe can never. Nope. Although, because you did mention Tammy, I have a question that I would like to pose to the both of you, specifically to you, Rod, because I know you do comedy. Yes. Um, and this is no shade. But is wilding out some kind of comedic stepping stone now? Uh, I thought it was in two thousand, um, maybe ten. Okay, I'm just making sure. Like oh, nine, ten, yeah. yeah. Like around that when Nick Cannon was still quote unquote hilarious. Yeah. When um, when Cat Williams was still with us, it was a stepping stone. Yeah, yeah. It okay. had a time. It did have a time. No, no, I absolutely agree that it had a time, but I'm just like... That time has passed. Yeah, it's not 2018 time, though. I'm not trying to be shady or anything, because I know that they they have a lot of Instagram comedians and stuff on there, and I was just like... Tammy's like, I was on Wild and Out. And I was like... Mm. I feel like Tammy is funny. She has the, the capability to be... Yeah, funny, huh? but it's not in the way... Like, when she does stand-up, that it's not that, and when she does like wild, it's not that wild and out thing. But I, but there's something there. Like when she does the Bonnet Chronicles on Instagram before she went like with all the production value shit she's doing now. I I like some of those. Like when she yeah. was sitting around talking shit about people or being like, oh Rihanna just called me and acting like you know she was doing her part of the phone. Like that was some that's some good comedy there. But it's just it's not what she's trying to yeah, make. It doesn't translate over. What she's no, no offense, no offense, because um, I don't want no problems, Tammy. Yeah, I don't, I don't want no smoke. I just have questions. Yeah, yeah. So you know, good luck to Tammy and all her comedic endeavors and uh, and her messiness, because she definitely. Um, speaking of funny, um, she definitely uh, 
didn't realize that Evelyn got the funny bone too because that hill walk. Listen, so so listen, <laughs> I was in here screaming because I was like, so Evelyn, you just gonna get on TV and basically say that Tammy walked like Yoshi when she in heels? <laughs> Evelyn is see low key. Evelyn been funny for years, dog. She just ain't. She just reserves it for mean, petty moments, and she she really does like to just go out and have fun and shit, and then it gets ruined by the mess. Like she yeah. really. Like sometimes it's it's like she would have a uh she used to be kind of boring on the show, quote unquote, but it was cause she really was there for like, let's just have fun, drink, and then somebody like Jackie would come mess it up. And it looked like Tammy trying to step in and be the next person to get these jokes. Yeah, because I'm like, what is this beef that I don't get it? Like, what is this where is this coming from? Cause I don't remember them having any any kind of beef at the end of last season. Yeah, I think it was like the very like last episode or two episodes. Tammy tried to join in with um Jackie and be like, Well, um, she's yeah, you know, uh she Evelyn needs to stop trying to instigate this too. And I'm like, Now T- Tammy, come on now. Come on now. You know you ain't gonna be able to keep that alliance with Jackie no for no amount of time. Nope. So just calm the fuck down. Like and then Jackie uh, Tammy tried to make it about like uh was it like Evelyn didn't come to her book? So some 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 stupid shit she tried to throw in there like and you didn't even come to my book signing or something. I was like, nigga, if you don't calm your ass down, if you sold about three books, calm down. Like, why do I need to come to your book signing? I know you in person. Bitch, what are you talking about? I will catch your book at the dollar store like everybody else will. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I was just making sure I, I had a few questions and that was pretty much it. Good, good, good the that impression definitely had me laughing. So good. And she be roasting Jackie on the low too. Like she be having a lot of lines. Like all the shit we be thinking at home. She be like, uh, look at her with her elf ears or watch all the rolls in her neck. And I'm just like, God, Evelyn's so good with it, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I feel the worst for it all, Jen. Cause Jen just back on the show trying to be friends with everybody. But she gonna get caught up because she can't help but laugh at Evelyn's jokes. I caught her more than yeah. once laughing at shit that, that Evelyn said about Jackie. Yep. Shit, Shawnee too. Mm-hmm. That shit gonna be in that montage when it's time for the reunion. They gonna they gonna show them niggas laughing. <laughs> it's gonna I can already, I can already hear Shawnee. Shawnee being like, you know, I ain't about the bullshit. So yes, I laughed because it was funny. Yes. It, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it was funny, and then fucking uh, Jack gonna be like, oh, what's so funny about it? I don't see what's so funny. It's like, of course you don't, Turkey Nick. Of course you right. Don't. <laughs> oh, calm down. Calm down. Oh, I can't wait. Oh man, my eyes are watering. Yeah, Jackie Christie gave Saturn a run for his money with them rings. I just, girl, golly, right. that shit, and they both cracked up at that hill walk. I said, See, <laughs> y'all niggas got caught laughing because it is funny, and y'all not like uh, when uh, Tammy tried to be like, "What she say about me?" and they told her about them hills. She just got up and left. I said, "Yep," because you know that shit's funny, and you yep. can't do nothing about it. You mad because you call yourself a comedian? Mm-hmm. Talking about, well, y'all gonna watch me walk? Well, watch how I give him the walk. I said, I mean, you. Talking about, oh, well, when you French Montana's publicity stuff. No, it's not funny. No, you no. lost. <laughs> right, take right. the L. Take the L. <laughs> take that L, Yoshi. <laughs> she definitely looked. She definitely walks like Yoshi and Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> Just try to be friends, dog. I don't know why they haven't figured it out. You got to try to be friends with Evelyn, dog. Yeah. Or just leave her the fuck alone. That, that'll work too. Jackie, just leave her alone because she will beat your ass. And she ain't, and I will say this much too. She ain't never forgiven Jackie anyway. So, I mean, on no. that, on that, as, on as much as Jackie don't want to apologize, 
at this point, she's past the point of uh, it, it won't matter if she apologized. Evelyn is never gonna let that shit go. So, like, as, as much as you don't want to apologize, Evelyn don't want to hear it. So, mm-hmm. just so, just go over there and stay over there and eat your food. She probably still got that taser from last season. Keep fucking with her. Hello. Because Evelyn is like, look, bitch, I don't even have to. I will put hands on you, but I don't even have to. Like, here's a taser. <laughs> Evelyn got that taser. She's going to be like, Tammy. I mean, not Tammy. Uh, What's her name? Jackie. Uh, Jackie. Be like, bitch, I will turn that neck into onion rings. <laughs> I'm about, it's about to be a blooming onion, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I want that smoke, Jackie. Calm your ass down. Who she was like? Listen, you don't. What the goddamn like when? See when Erica Mena said that shit. Like you don't poke about a hibernation. It was funny because it's like, girl, right, right. But with with Evelyn's like, you literally don't poke about. Our receipts, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, there is beautiful bean footage. Evelyn, I will never goddamn forget when Evelyn threw that goddamn wine bottle. Cause and I think Raw was on here when we talked about that shit because it's like Evelyn didn't even have no plan. No, like, she went real crazy, dog. Like. People that hold it in like that are the ones you actually don't want to fuck with, man. The people that just want to have a good time because they like dealing with real life problems that, you know, beyond this TV show shit. And boy, she here with, and the same thing when she almost got tased last season. Like, keep fucking with Evelyn. See what's going to happen. Right. But speaking of one not to be fucked with, the one that's writing the goddamn chase, this motherfucker, Sean O'Neill, she really is a goddamn mogul. Like, this, listen, not only. Listen, let, let me tell you something. Not only did she bring the show back, got enough money to move motherfuckers to and from mm-hmm. L.A. This motherfucker in L.A. with her, finished off her own goddamn weed empire. What? Amazing. A queen. Yep. Shawnee, like what baby? And you know we only gonna see her kids one time this season. So yeah, that- of course, because you know you know how Shawnee do. She don't let us in none of her damn business. <laughs> she them kids one time. I said we're gonna see them kids now, and then we're gonna see them kids right before the reunion because they always try to make it seem like the show actually positive. So they gonna mm-hmm. do that. Oh, this is me with my family, and this is him graduating from high school, and all this other shit, and then they gonna go back to women fighting. Correct, mm-hmm. correct. But you know, Shawnee, bravo, Shawnee, and Sean, listen. You can feel however you want to feel about Shawnee and goddamn Candy Birds, Tucker. But them two motherfuckers, of all the people that be on these reality TV shows, them some bosses. And you got to respect that. You ain't got to like them, but you got to respect that. My, they- favorite, my favorite thing about Shawnee is she, of all, all these women so fearless, and they talk shit about all the people, and they just don't give a fuck. She the one person they ass will never talk shit about. Nope. And, Jack, and Jackie did that shit last year, and we—I thought she wasn't gonna come back because it's like, not nah, Jackie, that ain't it. To be honest, because Shawnee was like, "Bitch, you can be cut. Like, I don't fight." Right. Shawnee was sitting there. At, Shawnee was sitting at the table. She just pulled out uh, Jackie check and was like, "Are you sure you want to do this? Because uh, <laughs> we can rip this bitch up right now, and you can go home and t- catch a flight home. I'll pay for it." Yep. Right. Like, just to get you out of my presence. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, I can dismiss you. Like we can find a replacement. There's several niggas in the NBA that got wives and or ex wives, and I can find a replacement. I know you ain't the only one out here. Thank you, fucking you fucking NBA players. I know. I know that's not hello. Like the I, sis, sister, right? Yeah. Sistering. <laughs> oh man, like I remember last season, man, when they was getting out of control, she brought in like two ringers just to be like, hey, maybe it could be them. I don't know. How about y'all act right? Yeah, right. He did. Okay. <laughs> okay, like don't don't fuck don't fuck with the boss literally and figuratively. So 
Did y'all see the preview for this season? They gonna bring in Zell from Love and Hip Hop LA. I saw that. I was like, where they get this zebra from? <laughs> I said, God damn, Jack, Jackie here recruiting like the G League. <laughs> like, hold up now. We we got a new recruit coming off the bench. Zell. I saw that. I was like, first of all, what where the fuck? Second of all, who the fuck? Third of all, we ain't seen this nigga since him and Musika fell out. So like, and 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 on the reunion when he, um, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. As as, as much as as much as we talk shit about Zell, and he do deserve it because he trash. But goddamn, if he ain't beat Mr. Ray ass, goddamn, Mr. Ray ass, his whole he did it in the most duplicitous like Lannister way I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, he did. He definitely. Like, man, come give me a hug, man. Just let's squash this. And he was like, nigga, oh, take these punches. Uh, like God damn, he's like yeah, it's a different kind of two piece. This ain't the kind of two piece you're used to, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> so you know that was the last we saw Zell. I saw him in this trail. I'm like the hell, <laughs> like Curtis said, what the hell they get this goddamn zebra? Like who is he even gonna be friends with on this man? It better not be Jackie, man. He better be. I don't Yo. know. It better. Yo. It might be Shawnee. I don't know. I don't know. Shawnee gonna have that nigga doing her dirt, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yo. yeah. I can see it. Be like, oh, okay. I'm a, I'm a quote unquote hire you to style, but I'm really, you really here to to collect and distribute tea. Mm-hmm. Talk right. shit about these girls and go. Right, because if we're if it's one thing that we know Zell can do is that's talk shit and be messy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and hopefully he won't hit nobody on the show with all women. I don't think so. Shit, yeah. that might be why he here because they might be like, my nah, girl, riding <laughs> 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 on Hollywood. You. No the invitation has been rescinded. <laughs> God damn it, Curtis. Evelyn will tase that nigga right in his dreads. Like, mm, nope, he tried it. Right. If Evelyn would choke that, Evelyn would choke that nigga like how Thanos did Loki. <laughs> okay. uh, she would definitely barbecue them dreads. Sweet, sweet zebra. <laughs> Let me let me let me introduce you to your ending in the circle of life. <laughs> All right. Throw that, throw that nigga off a rooftop party like how goddamn Scar did Mufasa. Oh my god. So you know, get get the hell up. But I'm glad that basketball wise is back. Um again, we pretty much gonna be roasting Jackie Christie damn near every episode or every week. And you know what I'm here for because fuck Jackie Christie. I mean, she makes it so easy. She makes it her and Keely make it so damn easy. Mm-hmm. And Kirk. And Kirk. And Kirk, of course. The trashes. Of course. Of course. A whole lot of tr- damn, that's a lot of trash. Mm-hmm. All right. King of Trash Mountain. He like that Fraggle Rock thing made of trash. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that nigga's like the Megazord of trash. <laughs> that is correct. He's like he's like the he's like the Doctor Vile of trash. And he got that whiny voice where he make everything like I'm the victim. That's that's why I hate him the most. He got that prominent Adam's apple that you just want to punch. Yes. And he can't even stand in his filth and be like, yes, I cheated on you because I ain't shit. He, he always got to be like, I mean, he wasn't right trying to give me this. I mean, like, I just got to give me streets and knew I didn't. Like, I'll never forget when he was talking to goddamn Scrappy and goddamn that nigga said, I mean, they crucified Jesus Christ. And Scrappy was looking at him like, nigga. Right? Scrappy has a good faces that season, too. He did. Yes. Bring, bring little Daryl back. True. Yes. Need to see Lil Dara one more time, right? Lil Dara and the Bam. Yeah, bring oh. them back. We need some happiness in this show. We need, and I like Jessica Dime this season too. She don't want no problem. She's like, I just want to have take my baby to turn. 
and a let this NBA nigga take care of me, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just want to be pregnant and happy. That's true. So you know, what I think that is it um, for today. Um, I think we don't care it on enough. Um, Ron, thank you so much for joining us and being here. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, right, thanks for having me. Good to have you on, man. Yes, sir. We gotta get y'all on uh on our show again, um, uh, Jer- Jeremy, and then uh, for the first time, uh, uh, Curtis, I gotta get you over there. Of course, of course. You know, just just send the email, my nigga. Just send the email. I got y'all. Um, but yeah, we're gonna wrap up, wrap up, and get up out of here. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, thank you all for supporting um you know leave a review you know we get that one star that lipstick alley one star whoa taste out our mouths you know just don't, don't nobody want to see that you know like we we know we the shit but you know it's just it, you know some people you can't please everybody even right. just a bad hater even all right even guys all right, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know thank you to everybody um supporting um Make sure you are checking out Gay Side Stories. Um, most, if not all of y'all, should be listening to The Black Guy Who Tips. Um, also, you know, Crown of Collars, me and Bianca over there. And, yeah. you know, support Black Podcast and all that good shit. Um, so, yeah, and we're going to get up out of here. And Curtis, leave us with a benediction. Uh, what's this week's benediction? This week's benediction is um, if the turtleneck don't fit, you must have quit. I'm talking to you, Jackie Christie. <laughs> and with it, we are out of here. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Hey.